This is Audio Gyan and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. Welcome to Audio Gyan. This is a part of a series Where are the designers? A series which features top 12 influential design leaders talking about the process of hiring challenges in finding and retaining talent and some tips and tricks for young designers i'm so happy and proud to introduce my co-host for this series abhinit tiwari uh, he works at gojek hey abhinit welcome back hey kedar happy to be back yeah so what's happening i'm i'm good <laughs> yeah like uh, all good in the pandemic trying to survive and pull this series off uh, a lot of guests have been um, like there has been rescheduling because uh, they have been actively working in the field of like this um, social work and like helping others uh, yes. some of them are handling just the pressure because lot of team members are are down with covid so yeah it's 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 a tough one yep uh, but yeah i'm glad like through these conversations at least the time is passing a little faster than usual yeah. Yeah. still thinking about our last conversation with rahul for the last episode and i'm so glad we have shahina here today uh, to yes. move the conversation forward yes uh, yeah today we have uh, shahina atarwala with us on audio gan uh, she is an experienced design manager at microsoft and previously head of design at zoomcar and bigzo uh, shahina has over 10 years of experience uh, and likes to call herself as a businessman with designers uh, heart focused on user data uh, simple design usable and functional interfaces so uh, thank you shaina uh, and welcome to audio gan uh, thank you for giving your time hey hi kedar hi abhinit thanks and uh, thank you for having me here superb superb so shaina this uh, as i like intri- got the introduction right i guess uh, which is a series discussing uh, challenges with respect to hiring and and bunch of other stuff uh, related to where are the designers uh, yeah so but uh, we have a new round which is called a rapid fire round we'll start off with that typically seven eight questions and uh, yeah that's how we'll start and then we'll get into the meat of it cool meat. so you are ready awesome. <laughs> meat um, of the of the i'm already scared <laughs> it's okay yeah. and awesome. feel perfectly free to take any digressions or tangents they're more than welcome uh so yeah Super. thanks cool so first one is um, favorite uh, hindi song which is actually so bad that it feels good and makes it viral tandoori nights <laughs> nice. it's by that singer himma himesh reshamya <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's, he's he, the king of he... so bad that it's good. Yeah. I thought he is uh, no longer, uh, but sorry. Yeah. Uh, startup versus MNC. Startup, always. Okay, and that's not going to put you in any trouble. I'm hope. Yes. Uh, what no, do you absolutely look? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, what do you look in a designer? Attitude or aptitude? Attitude. Okay. Uh, what impresses you more in a portfolio? Eye candy stuff uh, on Dribble. or like a well written medium article medium article definitely okay your favorite design quote design quote i think it's from steve jobs yeah he said design is not about how it looks but how it feels i know it's repeated so many times but it's just the basic stuff for me always great your favorite designer in india product designer digital designer experience designer but yeah in the <laughs> digital space I don't think I have any favorites there's just so much happening I can't I don't think I have favorites in anything not even a song or uh, I I don't have any favorites to be frank honestly I just there's so much of variety that I want to pick and choose from everywhere Yeah I was feeling bad I'm taking a tangent here but I was just feeling bad if you type in designers in India you get only fashion designers in the top 10 results yeah it's very sad like Okay. The best app you've used recently? Recently, I'm not a big fan of downloading apps, but recently I've started using Flow, which is for women health, and I've started liking it the way they're handling um sort of health generally in in the space of women hygiene and other stuff. I quite like it. They're 
going deeper into it. And it's not just design, but also the overall problem solving. It's a niche, but I like it. Great. And the worst app that you have used recently? Worst app, huh? Oh, oh God. I had installed Goki app, health app. And trust me, I... I because I got a watch so I had to install that app and it was I don't know what it was it was just like a big bazaar supermarket so I just uninstalled it uh, I just got scared for a second it was go key and not go check oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, what does uh, design mean to you in one word uh, design I think uh, just in one simple word it should be delight Okay. Again, basic, very basic. You won't hear anything that you've not heard before if you're getting me. I'm a very basic, fundamental ke saati chip ke rongi man. Correct, correct. We, we, we are setting the questions with basic. We are setting the standard <laughs> with basic questions. So. Acha. Yeah, yeah. And also one, मतलब uh, important disclaimer. Actually, I'll finish the last one and then I'll come to the disclaimer. So in in being like this days, uh, there's this buzzword which is you are are you a T-shaped designer? So mm. usme what do you think is your specialty because i was just curious because aapne bola businessmen with designers heart on linkedin so i thought i'll ask mm, this mm, mm, mm. am i a t-shaped designer i don't know but i think again i stick to very basic stuff whether this thing makes sense uh whether what we are building makes sense for people or are we building for ourselves and is this going to make money in some way or the other because i come from a family of uh, small medium business entrepreneur my father is a small medium business so anything that we're doing uska kya nikal ke aane wala hai wo baat ekdam acche acche se karo i think I, that's how it's very simple for me ki all round hai ban raha hai kuch bik raha hai kuch kuch aa raha hai fir wohi wapas lagayenge yeah just a disclaimer that um, because we are doing this series uh, it's it's mainly to gather perspectives and and i'm sure if there is synergy and thoughts of multiple people it's great but if it's different it's all the more great because then you have diversity you have different uh, perspectives and about uh, after running audio gain for last 4 years i've i've realized that like a question can be simple the answer can be simple but the listener takes some different take on it completely because that person or is coming from a different mindset or different background or different geography so it is always um, interesting to stick to fundamentals but ha i love it it's all fun <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah, that was the rapid fire round. Uh, Binit, you want to start off with the standard questions which we have planned to ask her. Happy to. So, Shaina, to kick things off, um, and let's go back to the start. Like, do you remember a time when the first time when you had to make a hire, uh, or maybe the first time you as a designer or a manager were like, okay, hiring is the top of mind problem for me now. Uh, when was this? Mm-hmm. I think my first job was with Book My Show itself, and Book mm-hmm. My Show that time they were like um, six months old. They were a very hot startup back mm-hmm. in I think two thousand seven eight, and um, they just had one junior designer that they had, and uh, and I knew that person before because we were in similar computer classes, and uh, he referred me, and I joined that company as a senior designer, and then we were looking out for a design manager. Uh, and more designers to hire so that's when i started interviewing i hired another designer we were just building a team and then we also hired another design manager who i was reporting to so i also landed up interviewing that person <laughs> mm-hmm. so that was my first experience of interviewing because you're not just looking for some designers but you're also looking mm-hmm. for someone you're reporting to so that was a funny one for me but that was my first experience for hiring and i think there on you know as i joined different startups i started working hiring has been um, especially in senior roles it becomes a top priority for you because how do you get the right people to work in your team and uh, to work for longer term in your team especially when you are just a no startup you know you're just starting up nobody knows about you yeah. um, then you need those kind of people who are ready to take that bet on you know a, a a startup that's not even popular or somebody who's just starting up with little funding so um i think that that's always been the top priority for me uh, apart from you know being responsible for outcomes but it's been it's been one of the problems that i've been solving for my design team or startups sure uh picking on something that you said which is like it, 
it can get harder when you're hiring for a no name uh, company or shouldn't say no name uh, probably less known right in your journey so far right and you don't have to name the name that's completely fine but in your journey so far like was there a moment when you found hiring or finding designers especially challenging yeah definitely you know um i was working for a delhi based company and i was leading their design team and they had just i was the first person they hired mm-hmm. uh and then i had to build the team as well and so when you're building a team and that that wasn't it was just a seed funded company and i loved it was a saas product and i was i was supposed to hire for them and then you don't people don't know a you know and the design culture is such that nowadays everyone wants to work for big somebody who's well known and you know ye company hai it's building although it's doing great now but at that point it was a challenge because how do you put forward a value proposition right uh, of a saas company a b2b company it's an enterprise solution right yeah. um, so it's not like a regular consumer based app where you can showcase your screen and feel proud about it uh, yeah. so i think that was one of the most challenging times of hiring designer or somebody to work with you in that uh, position and especially delhi being delhi to half the women just go out of the equation <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll touch on that later in our conversations in more sure, detail. Sure. Yes, yes, yeah. And just going again about the process, right? Process of hiring. So now we have almost finished like one year plus uh, in in Microsoft. Um, but you have also had the, I would say, privilege to work in a startup also. So know both the worlds, right? So Zoom Car and other previous companies. So can you give us some insights about how did it work? when you are heading like a startup as opposed to now that you are like a design manager or or like at least in a company where nobody like you must be getting like thousands of cvs and matlab constant flow hai because of the brand itself so how does it work in microsoft and how does it work in what's your experience in the earlier companies about the process mainly ki sure. hr pool banata hai uh, aap jd likhte ho या रिक्रूटर मैनेजर्स अलग से ट्रेंड होते हैं जस्ट सम फ्लेवर टू अंडरस्टैंड माइक्रोसॉफ्ट एंड देन अदर कंपनीज वेर यू वर्क श्योर uh i think in startups or small or mid sized startups the a lot of responsibility and the onus is on you to do most of the admin work whereas one of the great things about working in a bigger organization and that's the difference that i felt is that there are specialized teams that do a lot of this work just because of the sheer scale of it right so there will be specialized teams who uh, you know uh, uh, come up with requirements there are uh, uh, specialized recruiters that you have um there are specialized hrs there are people who specifically answer queries right because a startup uh, would probably get 10 to 15 cvs in a week or maybe max 20 an mnc actually gets maybe thousands of them so that work in a startup is where you're only reviewing it you're only writing the jd you're only doing everything because at the max a startup has an hr team and the hr team is actually designing jds for like finance tech recruit they're doing they're multi purpose right yes. um so uh, so the onus on hiring the and considering the design industry especially the user experience design industry is still at a very nascent stage here i i remember by interestingly uh, one time when i had to in one of my previous startups the hr shared a jd you know uh, not just a jd but a profile with me saying uh, ye designer to he's very good and i look as like uh, you know i said this is a vfx guy he's not a ux guy what are you talking <laughs> so they, they you know a ux vfx whatever it is so Achha you know उनको सब उनके लिए एक्स आ गया उसमें तो समझो वो सब वो भी एक्सपीरियंस ही कर रहा होगा तो आई थिंक प्रोसेस प्रोसेसिंगली स्ट्रक्चर इन अगर ऑर्ग एंड समथिंग दैट आई लव बिकॉज देन इट लीव्स अ लॉट लॉट ऑफ रूम फॉर यू टू फोकस ऑन व्हाट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट राइट हायरिंग द राइट कैंडिडेट बिल्डिंग अ बेटर इंटरव्यू यू नो स्ट्रक्चर आस्किंग द राइट क्वेश्चन यू कैन फोकस मोर क्वालिटी on the candidate itself and that's when you do much more justice to them also right the following up the um, answering all the questions so that's there's a set of team that does that so you're not responsible for it at all and that's something i feel that's extremely beautiful about a bigger org that all this headache is taken away from you mm-hmm. interesting interesting 
So how does referral work in that context? Um, again, if you can bridge the gap of both like MNCs, because uh, I don't know actually anything about uh, how does it work in Microsoft, but uh, I'm sure um, bigger companies, at least outside India, they have some referral, like Spotify is huge on referral. Um, so, yes. so, uh, so how does referrals work uh, in, in Microsoft and how has we, your experience being with referrals also? Yeah, I'll, I'll add some color to it before uh, Shine I pick it up. Like we've been talking to a lot of people and on referral, we kind of hear, you know, people take different stance. Uh, some people think that, you know, it's an amazing thing. You get to, you know, get people we already know. Whereas I've also heard arguments on, you know, referral is almost like nepotism, right? Mm. That, you know, you end up, it, it's a way to end up gathering people of, you know, uh, similar, people with similar perspectives, right? Sure. That's a, that's a very good point, Abhinit. And I'm so glad you brought this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, because referral is just a one strategy of hiring good talent, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I mean, there's enough research that proves, you know, getting referrals, the candidate stays in the company longer, the person who's referred to that stays in the company longer, et cetera, et cetera. So referral is a great strategy to hire. But one of the points that you've pointed out is very, very important that, you know, what if we hire people with same perspectives, like Shahina will refer somebody who is like Shahina, right? And one of the things about, you know, hiring, especially in Microsoft, is that we focus extremely, you know, deeply on diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. So when, when we are hiring, right, the, the, even though the candidate is like uh, a refer, refer, uh, uh, referred, but the, the interview process is completely designed in a way to eliminate any kind of biases. And uh, that's, that's a part of inclusive hiring that we focus. And it's one of the most beautiful part, I would say, because I've not seen this in any um, other org before. And I'm sure a lot of other big orgs like Google or other big orgs, they do focus on that because I have friends there. So they do focus on this because they want people with diverse backgrounds right? Referral is just getting you one step ahead because somebody has vouched for you. That's a social validation of, uh, you know, yeah, you have somebody. But after that, this the um, sort of journey or the process mm-hmm. is the same. Nobody is going to give you a job because Shahina referred you. You'll still have to go yep. through that circle. And the inclusive, inclusive hiring bit, I think is a game changer because there are so many biases that Shahina can bring to the table or any interviewer can bring to the table. For example, if somebody has gone to an NID and I have gone to an NID, immediately we have a mm-hmm. shared history. But the inclusive hiring process uh, makes sure that you are aware of that bias. And just because you have a shared history, you don't give that candidate a, a, a sort of a leeway or upper hand because you have a shared history. So, so eliminating that in the process is also a big game changer. So we, of course, don't hire for homogeneity. And I think companies are realizing that. And diversity plays a huge role. And there's enough research, again, to prove that diverse companies who hire for diversity and have people from different perspectives perform much better. Now, diversity can be any yep. uh, gender or different ethnicities, yep. etc. Socioeconomic so, yeah. background, right? Um, and I'm mentioning that specifically because I, I had the chance of uh, listening to your talk at Design Up. And I think you've been vocal about some of those things in the past as well. So moving from, you know, companies are increasingly becoming more aware of that. And that's awesome. Uh, but uh, asking this at a more personal level, right? How important is diversity to you? And also from the perspective of, you know, company should be diverse. Yes. Do you think it's more important for design teams like, to be diverse, right? Not just because mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do. But how do you see diversity of a design team affecting the output of a design team, if you will? Definitely. I think I think even though we were talking so much of diversity on a personal level, why I believe in that is just take a little example, right? If in a team, in a team of uh, say five to eight people of design team, if everyone's from English medium, and most of the time it is that, that the more you know about people, somebody's from IIT and switch to design, something, mm. something, something, right? And then your what kind of products are you expecting out of it? Yep. 
लाइक आटे की चक्की पे आप आटे के लिए आप गेहूं डालोगे तो वो गेहूं ही निकलेगा अब उसमें चाहे आप बंगाल से गेहूं लाके डालो यहाँ से गेहूं लाके डालो कहीं तो गेहूं ही निकलेगा रोटी भी वही बनेगी द फैक्ट इज दैट यू नीड अल्दी थीम बिकॉज यू वॉन्ट टू डिजाइन प्रोडक्ट फॉर डाइवर्स सेट ऑफ पीपल माइक्रोसॉफ्ट वर्ड फॉर एग्जाम्पल इज नॉट जस्ट यूज बाय नॉर्थ इंडियन और साउथ इंडियन इट्स यूज फॉर अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल एंड देन सो वॉट काइंड ऑफ परस्पेक्टिव आर यू डिजाइनिंग फॉर हु आर द पीपल यू आर डिजाइनिंग फॉर इफ यू डोंट इवन एम्पथाइज फॉर एग्जाम्पल विद दो पीपल हाउ वुड यू डिजाइन फॉर इट it's as simple as that if you don't relate to your audience like if i am from up and i'm designing products for up it makes sense because i have relatability mm-hmm. but if another design if i'm if i'm just designing for up i have a designer from say northeast and he or she doesn't understand upite mm-hmm. it's not a problem it's a great thing because that person will look at the up demographic very differently sure. and outsider's perspective third perspective is super important like i was reading mm-hmm. this case study about this one of the biggest um you know glasses brand where they designed uh, you know keeping the facial framework of um, the us standard face size and then they designed and they published then they realized that it's not fitting the asian faces yeah yeah that happens all the time like yes. models of diabetes you know health models lot of them have been uh, based on research only done on white caucasian population and yeah there's a case study about uh, uh, air force uniforms as well right in the west how uh, when they started hiring women pilots they realized like they need to change <laughs> change their definitions of small medium large and uh, so on so forth yeah. makes lot of sense now uh, one more thing is and i don't want to get into solutioning here um, but you've seen like uh, a decade of companies trying to be more diverse do you think it's working do you see a gap somewhere there's a lot of talk would you agree that there is enough action um see i belong to a minority community mm-hmm. and i i can say that there is an intention there definitely is an intention but that for that intention to generally become matured in an industry such as india is going to take time Mm-hmm. because for lack of better words the product startup industry is still run by a lot of homogeneous people right and mm-hmm. who are they there there be out of 100 100 uh, entrepreneurs that you pick up 90% will have very similar profiles yep right i won't be able to call out their backgrounds or anything but they have a similar profile mm-hmm. when the top cream itself is uh, very homogeneous that diversity to come in immediately is going to be a little difficult Mm-hmm. on the other hand companies who are bigger because they operate at such massive scale they have learned how to work around this right and definitely i see a lot of effort and intentful effort where they don't just talk about it but they practice but if you want to talk about startups there's definitely a long way for us to go sure i mean something as simple as gender pay gap i know it's yep. a very touchy topic but when i discuss it with some of my female colleagues who uh, you know female friends who work in like different countries uh, who have traveled from india to different countries and i we we're, we're very open about it that yeah we mm. do in india startup we do have a tech pro culture we do have a gender pay gap but hey it's not too cool to talk about it because most of the design leaders we have are males and they don't want to talk about all this why would they want to keep it cuz they're living their comfortable life like hey here's my youtube video hey here is the garden that i've done today on the background what's happening nobody knows so we're still uncomfortable talking about a lot of things yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we'll come to the commercial like whatever the the salary aspect of it it's quite interesting <laughs> to know yes yes so and and uh, even in one of the earlier episodes even i said this word that it's it's sort of uncomfortable to talk about it to which abhinit nicely put it what's what's so uncomfortable i mean we should be vocal about it we should be talking about it in fact one of the job profiles on some european bank i was just looking at some jds around and and in that jd they had just written salaries starting 1100 pound onwards i felt nice because they are directly mentioning the salary on the website publicly i think that's a great culture to be in so we will come back there just to continue on the set of questions and the series uh, of questions which i thought was uh, before we jump in this is more like a technical one so when you are hiring what are the top 3 qualities uh, in a designer you generally evaluate against which is your 
leading from the aptitude versus attitude question uh, and and if you can give us a sense of how what is your success rate being also i mean you look for x and you get x i mean that's a great spot to be in uh, mm-hmm. but if you can just share some light on that yeah so i think when you're hiring designers some of the standards are design craft etc i would want to get into that because that's a given otherwise you're not a designer anyways right mm-hmm. so you don't even come to interview with me uh but three qualities that i look if i'm interviewing a designer one is a growth mindset the other is is that person culturally a fit and the third is does that person have a product acumen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these three and these three are non negotiables for me sure. what is my success rate in this is on an average when i interview 10 people i only give a fly to max to max two or three people hmm. interesting interesting you want to uh, ask abini something around it yeah i just wanted to dig a little bit deeper around product acumen because it sounded specific so i'm wondering is there a story behind it like is was there a moment when you realized like okay this is something which is my top three priorities to look for and for the audience as well could you yeah. elaborate on that a bit definitely uh it took me time to realize that this is the right word for it uh-huh. otherwise you know as a design manager you also go round and round ki mujhe kya chahiye candidate mein <laughs> you must uh-huh. have gone through it abhinit and kedar uh-huh. of course uh-huh. <laughs> oh that happens every day like now it's like sometimes there is such a unique role that you know what i thought i wanted sometimes i'm like okay i want something completely different uh, for this thing um, yeah so yeah it keeps changing it keeps evolving yeah definitely uh but yeah coming back to the product <laughs> acumen thing product acumen is how does a designer uh you know understand the business that he is in mm-hmm. and the product that he is building for a lot of times when you're interviewing you see okay this was the problem statement i did one research two research three research ye insight aaya and i built this iska is success metric aaya mm-hmm. what's the story behind this entire thing where did this come from the history the philosophy of it right mm-hmm. because i don't see designer as an isolated person who's using figma or sketch or something yeah. a designer is actually a hybrid of a product manager and a business person is how i see it if he doesn't understand business he's not going to be able to design solutions for his people mm. or the users that he's or the human beings that he's working and right. if he doesn't understand product better then he'll just be in a blinker mode ki i'm going to design it because my user research said so there's a mm. lot of because product is about what's feasible what's scalable what's viable and uh, what what is uh, what is important right now short term mid term a lot of these things right because going forward you know designers will have to do more critical thinking as compared to now sure. figma sketch might just go out but critical thinking will not so what is this product acumen that he or she is bringing on the table is something that i look for yeah like in our in one of our previous conversations somebody said was just saying that probably in 10 years like a lot of uh, the things that we do at at the figma sketch you know technical level that might be overtaken by you know code uh, no code solutions probably ai uh, i think rahul was the person who said like anybody mm. with a canva account can be a decent graphic designer right mm. um So yeah, I I get it. So what you kind of are saying is that they should understand the bigger picture of how does their work fit in within the business, right? And how does it ultimately lead uh, to the organization benefiting and to the people? Because mm-hmm. you know, in my interviews, I always ask one of these very very offbeat questions, uh, and I ask them that how would you solve it? I won't re- uh, reveal those questions here, but. people are like why would i solve this i mean like why would i solve for this kind of people they are not even eligible for this solution and the moment they say that it's i'm like you're supposed to use your brains 
you're you're about, you're supposed to make impossible possible i know that right now it doesn't sound possible but what about 10 years next so are you just like designing screens i look for a really really person who has some vision for design right sure. like then why did you come into design because someone on youtube or some podcast said it's a hyping job yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true, true. Okay. Fact, right, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but uh, in fact, um, just um, in the earlier episode with uh, Rahul, we also spoke about generalist and specialist, and uh, that reminds me of one episode which I did with a writer, and he he was saying about that we write these days, and and these top ten places to visit, or top fifty destinations in the world where you can go without a visa, X, Y, Z, all will be written. by mln whatever ai kind of stuff so so what is the writer bringing in and it was a very profound thing that he said because those will be written and are written today right so what are we bringing is the more human side of things the more nuanced uh, observation that we do which which like a only a human brain can process so i was surprised here matlab itna mehnat karke Uh, we are doing stuff uh, which a machine can do on our behalf aur hum fir aur mehnat mein kar like matlab it's just it's a never ending uh, uh, i don't know what do you call it it's yeah. a never ending quest i think yeah. so is it is it that what you're saying uh, shahina when when you say that uh, yeah certain things are done right and then what is the nuanced observation that a human being can bring about to build products looking at or having more empathy towards it is that uh, roughly what i understand i actually didn't understand what you only said <laughs> <laughs> so there's one thread which uh, in the question that kedar had asked there's the second part i think got left out in our tangent mm-hmm. uh, which was okay these are the top 3 things that you need uh, but which is what's your success rate right like uh, what's your view on i can't think of a better word but what's your view on the talent out there in the market do you think you succeed more often than you fail the young designers that you talk to do you think they have these three things that you're looking for or does something need to be done definitely i think uh, design industry in it is a still a very nascent industry right and uh, it's still maturing it's not that matured as such and uh, what we're learning about design unfortunately we're picking it up from the western world so that we're developing our own understanding of what localized design is how are we solving our our own problems here right everything is picked up a little bit customized and then we're doing it so what kind of talent we have and how do we like i said my success rate on an average if i'm you know so far whenever i've been interviewing it's always been like if i'm interviewing 10 people i give a fly which means i pass them off to the next round or to a higher mm-hmm. person who ever is interviewing the ceo or the head of design so out of 10 maybe two or three i give fly mm-hmm. so and uh, if those people have these things only then i give a fly if they don't then i don't so i don't see this as a success or a failure because success for me even if i give a fly as a success even if i give a no fly because knowing what you don't want is equally important no mm-hmm. for no you know as important as knowing what you want so uh, my philosophy is always that you know it's better to do no hire than a bad hire so i can mm-hmm. wait i can do hands on mm-hmm. i will do it even if it's months it's okay i will wait but i don't want to be desperate Uh, because you learn this as a manager you know slowly it's i i sense a story there so bad hires right like mm-hmm. uh, this fear that i sense in okay i'll do the work for two people but i would rather like hire people who are not as you know or i'd rather do the work for them than hire people who are not as good as i want definitely yeah is there a story there any experience with bad hires that you have to share I personally haven't done a bad hire myself but I was given a bad hire as a <laughs> inheritance. Sure. So and I I just kept wondering that why is this person here? Yeah. You know because a lot of times when you're working on a bad hire you're trying to make them convert them into like a good hire you're also taking away the time that you can invest in your really awesome designers and yeah. help them achieve more. 
Yeah. Right. And it makes you question a lot of things that what went through people's mind when they were hiring this designer or, you know, were the people very desperate to hire someone like that? Because mm. see, I'm telling you as a startup, you're always desperate, right? Because yeah. you're, you're fighting with a lot of big companies who are paying well, who are giving awesome culture, who are giving mm. amazing perks. And then as a startup, you're left with what? I mean, that's a brutal truth. So you must be like, okay, let's just hire someone now and then we figure out later because hiring and firing is a very normal startup culture, right? Especially uh, if, you, if you see in the recent uh, couple of years, it's become very normal to, you know, oh, join, leave, hire, fire. So I, I don't know what the rationale behind it is, but any, for me, it's always a no compromise. I think uh, it gets to, as a designer, then as a design manager, then it becomes your responsibility to make that person successful. Yes. And that's Tiring. asking too much. That's yeah. asking too much from you. I don't know who said this, but I remember somebody telling me that, you know, when you lose your sleep over, okay, this is this design problem that I can't solve. Uh, that's still better than losing your sleep over, you know, oh, why did this person do this or behave in this way? And how do I get this person to change their behavior in this certain way, right? Those problems are changing people's behavior and changing people's values is so much more harder. (laughs) It's a psychological war. And you're in in a war where you have to be nice and still fight. You're going to lose. (laughs) But but isn't it part of the journey to become like a design leader in in a sense no no I'll tell you because it typically happens is uh, I've been reading about it that the person who's transitioning from a individual contributor to become a design manager uh, to become truly a person who just delegates and gives critical feedback and never does hands-on I think there is a journey to reach that level and in between step is inevitable is what my understanding is but if you have any other thoughts I would like to hear that yeah, it's definitely inevitable. Like when I transitioned, I, I was still confused. Uh, hey, why am I still designing? Okay, maybe I like it. Let me just invest some more time here. Oh, let me just design one of your screens here. That's okay. It's a very natural progression. And uh, I think that's all right. But the bigger question here is that you can always learn from people out there who've already passed that phase. You don't have to burn your hands again or learn the same lesson by, okay, let me only do it and let me only learn it. Like, Kedar, you, you, you're here, Abhinit, you're here. You, I'm sure you and I have so many similar experiences. If I am in a problem, I'll probably call another design leader and say, hey, I'm in a you know, fix. What do I do? Rather than saying, okay, let me spend six months in this fix and let's see what happens. So, well, yeah, yeah. I I've made those mistakes in my life, and I didn't call the people that I could call, and I did decide that I'll take six months and solve this. Turns out it it took a year, or yeah, it's it's really hard. Uh, but to what Kedar was saying, right? Like early in my career, sometimes I'd be too quick to form perceptions, right? Like uh, too quick to give up on some people, right? Um, yeah. But somewhere I've seen some great successes as well in which you know um, not just that you were able to influence somebody else's values and align them with your company's culture or your values but I have also changed my value system because you know with the influx of new people I've realized that oh maybe you know what we were thinking was wrong and this person's way of looking at work and processes or life in general is better so yeah a little bit of investment probably that's a very good perspective that's a very good perspective thanks for sharing yeah Uh, Abhinit before we jump next uh, let's take a quick break okay uh, welcome back to the show China, is there a difference um, in Microsoft that you work today about any special advantage of having that time and then mentoring certain people who require that? Because you have some more time than the daily fights and firefighting happening on the startup front, right? So any any insights there? Sure. I think in that sense, I'm pretty lucky, I would say, because Microsoft doesn't say that, you know, it's a priority for a manager to model coach and care. 
Mm-hmm. It's a core priority. It's not even like one of those things that as a manager, oh, you should do now. You're actually measured. And I think it's very beautiful because you then being self-aware, you get a lot of time to work on yourself. And in return, you help your team a lot. Mm-hmm. You're actually made to invest time in it, which I think I totally, you know, you're not, you're not really measured on this part. Oh, you coach somebody. Oh, in startups, who cares? Mm-hmm. Right. Here you're actually they're investing so much on people, which is nice because for a change, you don't feel like a resource. You feel like someone cares about you. And there is absolutely no alternative to genuine caring. Right. Because when you genuinely care, it shows whether it's, you know, investing time in a resource that's, you know, not doing that great or a person on your team who's just having a bad few months. How would you deal with it rather than pulling the plug? And those kind of trainings, that kind of help, even you get coaching for that because we're not, when managers are not born with, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. These are also skills. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. I have one thing to pick from that. I sense a framework there, model coach and care. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Coach and care, samja meriko. But Mm. (laughs) model, could you pick on that? Like, is this, does that mean like be the model? Uh, yeah, you you the standards. Yeah. Yep, you have to. If you're expecting something from your people, mm-hmm. then you're the first one who should emulate or showcase that this is possible. Mm-hmm. For example, if I'm expecting my teammate to stand up for another teammate when someone cuts them off in the meeting, first I have to show that. Mm-hmm. I cannot expect my other teammate to do that, right? So for example, we're, we're very mindful about culture, mindful about values like integrity, respect, respecting your colleagues. And these are not like just there. You're mm. you're actually living it day in and day out. Sure. In a regular life, you know that respect is fine. Yeah, you have to respect people. But when you you know you made self-aware of it, you become more mindful of it. Sure. So how do I model respect with my teammates, whether it's a junior designer, senior designer, other people? If there is a conflict, how do I handle that? So that my designers or my teammates see that and they realize that this is possible. These are very, very small nuanced things, but it helps you become a better person also in return. And you carry these values to the outside world as well. Very nice, very nice. nice. Because if any of the founders, startup uh, founders are listening to this, uh, even I have one bit to add because one of my friends was working in uh, Intuit and he said, uh, yeah, Intuit is like, always number one or number two place to be, best places to work for. And he said, yeah, like you might ship two or three buttons or move some pixels here and there. But 70% is about relationships. How, how do you build those uh, with your colleagues, with your seniors, with your juniors uh, across the board? So at that time, I was very, very young. And I said, yeah, not for me. But now with understanding and maturity, I think those are very important. Uh, and, and hope we will get there in the startup world as well. Definitely. We yeah. will, we will. It'll take time, but yeah. we will. Yeah. So Shaina, just uh, about the hiring bit coming to that. Um, have you seen any challenges in hiring senior talent? Because one of the reasons why I wanted to do this series was also because personally, I, I found a gap that I am not really able to find the required maturity, the required understanding of designers from this eight years plus to 12 to 15 years kind of thing maybe because of the industry maybe because of the colleges uh, not being there since the time engineering has been there so i i see some patterns there but you have any insights about hiring challenges and hiring senior designers sure i can talk from my experience like i mentioned before the design industry is still maturing so the talent pool of great designers and awesome designers, problem solvers is always limited. And there's how are you bringing in those people is super relevant. So one of the biggest challenges that that talent pool of senior awesome designers is less, mm-hmm. right? But seniority can again be designed into like eight plus years who've just been there, spent time. Or seniority can be designed into the really, really big impact that a person can make. So I'm not measuring in terms of just years, but for the sake of simplicity, eight plus years, that's one of the things that the awesome designers of, uh, you know, eight plus years experience, that talent pool is less. The other one of the things that I feel is a bigger challenge is that 
these people, and which, for example, includes me as well, that they're asking, what is the next step with them? How do you hire, if you even find somebody, right? These eight plus years people, because they've seen an industry which was totally non-existent. Now they sailed to an industry which was somewhere existent, that journey of graphic designer, web designer, digital designer, software designer, and now mm-hmm. UX, UI designer. They've seen it all. So now they're thinking, what next? What is the right scope of work for these people? What is the next career path for these people? Where is the place where they want to make an impact? Right. So I think people, when, you know, they're looking at places where they can fit in because as you grow, you become choosy, right? Sometimes what you want is not available in the market because if you, as a senior designer, you're not growing rapidly at the pace of the industry, you're stagnating, but that eight to 10 years, 12 years is not going to help you. It's just a number. Mm-hmm. So seniority is just a number. It's it's just the label. But if you also have to progress, so the pool of people who are senior and awesome is very, very less. Yeah, so basically what I'm hearing is that not a lot of people have matured in that way. Like bringing it back to the original question that Kedar had, like what is challenging about, uh, like in your experience talking to designers, right? what, what sure. is challenging about, it, it may be number or a label, senior, mm-hmm. but what is challenging mm-hmm. about gaining that maturity or keeping step with the industry? Like, for example, when I interviewed a few senior designers like who are 10 plus years of experience and you have a look at their portfolio. Just a mm. very simple example, right? As a design manager, you do review portfolios as well. Yep. There are a few basic things that you can understand from a portfolio, right? Is this person having a problem-solving skill? Does this person have eye for design? Does he, is he able to articulate his design case study as well, et cetera, et cetera, right? And when you look, look at few of the portfolios just, it looks like it's been designed in 2005. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not grown. I'm, I'm giving a very, very simple example. It's not grown. Sure. And then if you look at another person who's working in a startup, five, four years experience, three years, you look at his portfolio. You can sense hunger in it. You can sense a growth mindset in it. You can see that this person is hungry to learn. Either ways, my point being that a senior design, hiring a senior designer, like I said, pool is less, but also what next for him or her is one of the bigger questions people ask for themselves and the kind of job they're looking out for. Sometimes the company, uh, sometimes they're not good enough. Sometimes the company is not good enough for them. So that sort of cycle is something that I feel a lot of senior designers might be stuck in. Hmm. Yeah, thanks a lot for clarifying that. Um, talking of uh, sometimes the companies are not good enough for them, right? What have you noticed how the aspirations of designers have changed over the years? What I mean by that is like, I'll take an example you kind of touched upon, um, which is, you know, there are mature organizations like the one you're in who are spending so much time and effort into building the support system uh, to kind of grow and you know culturally align people then there are organizations like smaller startups right who are not focusing on that the value prop that they offer is that you know our salaries are more competitive right uh, you will you will yeah stocks and you will have although in case of stocks kedar sometimes it surprises me why people value the stocks of a company that will probably be public someday more than a company which is already there in the stock market Right. But, <laughs> sorry, going back to my main thread. So that different companies have different value props, right? And then there are designers in the market, young and senior. Do you think like the aspirations that designers have in your experience when you interview them, do you kind of see it? It's a judgment call, right? But their aspirations, if you have to judge them, would you say like, okay, these are healthy set of aspirations or do you see that, you know, there are some things that can probably... Uh, use an improvement yeah or any any pattern in their aspirations also if yeah. if you don't want to be judgmental no usme kya nothing wrong in it they also judge us yaar when they come to bahut zyada they must be bitching about us also who knows bahut hi ghatiya interview i think one of the things is that you know young designers i would say and this is not all of them but a lot of them that have been speaking to us that 
they are a little impatient impatient to make an impact very very quickly mm-hmm. like they get disappointed if the designs are not being shipped because of something that's you know realignment or deprioritization of business or something right it's just it's just that they think that you know design is about yeah i'm going to design a screen today tomorrow it's going to be in the market and it's going to be hit on the third day that is i think a very very disturbing pattern for me Mm. and this is not all i would say but many of them have this that's because i think design is first becoming easily accessible anybody and everyone thinks that design is for them which is great i think you know that uh, the door to uh, the door to entry is become accessible open but the right ethics or the right attitude for design is problem solving and if you want to solve problem for millions of people it requires patience anything that you want to do great in life will require patience and hard work and uh, you know just posting one thing on dribble or anything and i'm talking purely from the user experience design point of view not graphic design yeah. uh, because user experience actually impacts people's life on a personal whether it's any of the apps b2c apps even a enterprise application right so that is one pattern probably i see is that that's an aspiration it's a good aspiration that we want to make impact but yeah. in, to make an impact you have to understand the people and the inclination to understand people is like okay i'm going to design one screen and i know that this has to be this way i yeah. i hope that arrogance doesn't steep into us and we are still more open and humble to do proper research to be empathetic to the people we're designing for because the next set of products are not just going to be for the 100 million people that we're designing who are already digitally empowered it's going to yeah. be for the next 5 to 600 million people who are digital natives and will need will need digital empowerment and that will need a lot of humility a lot of understanding of those demographics hmm interesting in fact the question about uh, senior designers no i was just thinking about it uh, as shaina was saying maybe there was there has been like a lot of batches from nid and other schools which were there since a long time they have either started their own design studios so that's where the senior people are and and they are much more senior uh, or otherwise uh, because that time there was no startup uh, sort of a system uh, they they joined naturally cap gemini and uh, these sort of cisco and and other mncs i would say Yeah. and and uh, it's it tough for them to come back to this uh, a because of certain lifestyle certain culture that they have been used to and second yahan pe aake bahut mara mari hai like matlab you have to be really really i don't know what to say but yeah have that whatever x factor to really deep dive again into this chaos um, maybe that that's one of the reason so yeah china you have worked in in um, like a like a very early age startup also and and zoom car and other places and now here have you seen any patterns or do you observe anything or or have you given a thought about what is the role of being good paymasters uh, giving esops as an incentive uh, what is what according to you would be the right balance of attracting talent to startups and then what is i think with mncs is pretty established but if you can like anything there yeah i think to attract good talent one of the best things you can do is provide a wholesome experience to a candidate and a wholesome experience includes a good compensation which is competitive uh, stock options and a reward system right mm-hmm. a total reward system where you know rewards are based on your performance that's one but other benefits also right i mean bigger organizations they have mass benefits not just medical insurance mental health you know fitness etc and the list is endless basically it stems from the philosophy that we care about our people and this i think applies to all the bigger orgs where they genuinely show that they care especially during the pandemic we've seen that these companies have stepped up a lot of companies have provided vaccines which is so awesome because it's it saves you from you know doing fastest finger first on the website coven website mm-hmm. so uh uh so you know th- these kind of things are awesome uh in the startup i think you know the startups are definitely 
sort of focusing on being very competitive. Some of them even go beyond being competitive. Uh, and those practices, I think they're not great because they set a wrong precedent for uh, the coming generations that, you know, design is just a money-making field. Um, and that sort of ruins uh, the industry standards as well, right? And you must have also seen that in the previous few years. But, uh, you know, in, in, in all of this, culture also plays a very important role. Uh, what you take home, which is your cash component, is equally important. And that's where I think all companies make sure that they offer comparative salaries because no company you know, goes in that direction of not offering. I mean, who would want to, only the ones who are not getting job anywhere would want to go to that company. So being good paymasters is definitely important. ESOPs, I'm not sure in startups how many have actually materialized or made money out of those ESOPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESOPs is also, uh, I would say, a way of, yeah, showing an intent that, look, we want you to be a part of this company, have a sense of ownership. And in, I think, bigger companies, stock options, is a way of showing that you're a part owner of our company. And it's also a lever to sort of, you know, make sure that the employee is is with you for a longer term. And that sort of works best. And employee feels belonged there. He has a sense of ownership. That's, that's, that's I think, a great way to, you know, build a total reward system for employee. Hmm. Interesting. Sure. And in general, like any, you, you touched on salaries, Earlier as well, right? Hmm. Yes, I, yeah. Hmm? I may sound like a you know old hat here, but uh, from my perspective, like in the last fifteen years, like I've just seen it grow, grow, grow. Like not hmm. speaking of a particular company, but industry wise, <coughs> like it's phenomenal. Um, yeah. we were making peanuts like back in the day. And like there was very little money and now there's so much more. And even then, I, I don't see this rise of uh, compensation, uh, you know, slow down in any way. And at the same time, uh, I see so many people complain about, you know, uh, hey, the compensations are not good enough. Hey, the compensations are not high enough. Right. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, and then we could conclude. Right? Yeah. No, I think that's, that's a very interesting point you've brought up. I remember in one of my previous companies, when I was hiring, my CEO actually said that, are you sure this person is asking for this much salary? I said, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, you must be retarded. I said, no. I mean, I shared that level with him. You must be retarded. This is obnoxious. I said, okay. So I went around doing actually survey of what an average college, out of college, you know, out of an NID or ID gets. And I yeah. made like an average industry standard. And I went with an Excel sheet. I said, look, this is what it is. You know, and uh, like I mentioned before, also, see, there were a few companies who came in and they were, they just raised the bar for salary so high, obnoxiously. You know, you and I can talk about in private, but they raised it unnecessarily. Why would you do that? You want to ruin the market, what, whatever it is, but, and that happened. And then those designers are going with those salaries and saying, we want that. Other companies are not ready to pay. Yeah. Because your company is a one-off who's paid obnoxious amount of salary for you. And then other companies are not going to pay that. So I think there's definitely this trend of rising salary is not going to go down anytime soon. Reason being because the world is going digital and there are emerging markets which are waiting to go digital. So this trend, the, the, this demand for user experience designers is not going to go down anytime soon. Yep. But that is definitely not an indication that the Pro, the supply of good quality UX designers is definitely going to increase. Um, so I think we might mass produce factory wise. Factory may adalke mass produce kar sakte hum log, but mm-hmm. quality mujhe pata nahi. Salaries to baringi. There are always people who are waiting to be looted with mm-hmm. good profiles and good portfolios, double profiles. So we can't help it. <laughs> good. I just remembered one um, interview by Kumar Gandharva. So Kumar Gandharva was asked that, how do you raise the standards of Hindustani classical? And to, he said, what do you mean by raise? It's nice. It's whatever. It's, it's doing good. If you're asked me that, how do I raise standards of the audience? It's very simple. I have to just raise the uh, ticket price and, <laughs> and they will come. But if you ask me how to raise the standards of like an artist, it's it's a very very long journey. You have to do riyas for it, and and years of years of riyas. 
I think uh, yeah. for companies to pay, I don't know whether I'm connecting like lot of tangents nah, nah, here. Ye, ye. I, uh, I I can wrap it up for you if you want. It's like there is value. Hmm. Value is what the market is willing to pay, right? Yeah. And then there is worth. Right? Hmm. Like what is what is the intrinsic skills and you know things that you bring to the table for which they're valuing it, it at you know so much, and yeah. if the value exceeds the worth a little. that's what we want right but yeah. if the value starts to exceed the worth by a lot right then yeah. you're in trouble right because one of the 100 companies might value you so much right that's a fluke right <laughs> so now you'll spend the next 10 years just you know you better make sure that you increase your worth by 10x right in the shortest amount of time otherwise you're stuck here right yeah. so i think when you said the kumar gandharva thing like that's mm. the thing like the worth of classical music it is what it is like thousands of years of you know masters polishing it and it is here mm. the value you can increase easily right yeah, like just yeah. increase the ticket price but increasing the worth it will need another 100 years man like yeah. to, to introduce a new rag probably yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I also appreciate China's comment on like it's psychologically taxing yeah because like if someone is getting paid enormously different. and both are supposed to do the same kind of work and in fact it's so competitive then it it takes a toll sometimes uh yeah china you want to just conclude with uh, like sharing some of like your biggest learnings uh, of working with both kinds of setup any great stuff looking back i know it's just been 10 years but ha matlab this this question sound like i'm asking like a 70 years i took years a lot of better. breaks in these 10 years you know but it feels good 10 years like round figure hai to acha नहीं बट मतलब ये स्टार्टअप में ना स्टार्टअप में इवन इफ यू स्पेंड लाइक टू मंथ इट फील लाइक टू इयर्स सो दैट्स व्हाई आई थॉट ऑफ दिस क्वेश्चन कि दो साल तीन साल इन इन लाइक अ स्टार्टअप इज लाइक ऑलमोस्ट लाइक फाइव सिक्स इयर्स सो एनी एनी कंक्लूडिंग थॉट्स एनी टिप्स यू वांट टू गिव टू डिजाइनर्स लाइक एनी एनी टॉपिक हां मतलब फ्रॉम बीइंग लाइक फ्रॉम बीइंग लाइक अ यंग डिजाइनर्स आउट देयर एनी यंग डिजाइनर्स आई वुड से you know and and sorry sorry to interrupt and and oh. if you can also add this bit because um, i think we have done some 7 8 episodes so far and truly speaking the insights which you shared were much more on the human side of things than work and craft part of it uh, and and so on those lines if you have anything from like being a women leader in the system us us side se bhi aapko kuch extra batana hai to feel free for it yeah first i think i would talk about as a designer because i'm um, at core we all are designers and problem solvers i would say take deep interest in other aspects of the world whether it's economics politics anthropology anything pick up few topics and just read about it in general because what happens is humans have evolved over the years right and if you don't have knowledge of your own history a bit of how you came into being how your culture came into being it just feels empty right so reading about these things really helps in getting different perspective for example just a simple book like sapiens it will give you a long you know a deep insight into where this lawn green grass came from why history answers a lot of our why questions and makes us so curious right and that's why i love history i always say people designers go, go learn about these things not full fledgedly but just be curious about it. like there's so many designers they are curious and curious but the only thing that they know is design like it just gets so boring just talking to them like even if you're in a event everyone's like oh fikma or sketch it's like just give me a break you know what are you as a person what motivates you what drives you how the you came into design design is not about tools i i i meri zuban thakti nahi hai bol bol ke but it's not about tools will come and go this knowledge will always remain the critical thinking that you develop by learning so much about others other things right that 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 retain so please do do yourself a favor because in the present time you are relevant 10 years down a design leader's profile will be completely different it could be completely different so that's one of the emphasis that i want to give to every designer and um, the other is there is no alternative to growth mindset whether it's a startup mnc nobody wants to hire a person who doesn't have a growth mindset to learn grow accept his faults take critical feedback nobody wants that 
even an MNC who has money to splurge, they won't want it. So you're not above anything. Be humble. Just keep, just keep growing, right? Keep learning. It applies to me also. It applies to all of us. And uh, the other would be people matter. People are the only things that matter. You're developing for people. You're working with people. You're building for people. A person is investing in you. Everything is around people. Don't get ahead of yourself. Technology is second. People are always first, right? That there should be a human first approach. I always take that approach. And there is no alternative to genuine care, whether you're a manager, you're a manager's manager, whoever the hell you are. There's no, there's no alternative to genuine care. Show that you care. Your reputation will precede your work always. Nobody wants to hire an asshole. Even if you're amazing, there's just one Steve Jobs. Don't read his book and try to be Steve Jobs. Be humble, be human, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. And support people. Make a tribe of people. Uh, everyone loves to be appreciated and supported. So have that human first approach. Those are the few things that I have learned. And I think these, these are my design philosophies I carry. This is just my life philosophy in general. That's Brilliant. awesome. That's yes, the best yes. way to end this, I think. Yes, yes, absolutely. Overall, thanks. Uh, thanks, uh, Shaina, for giving your time and, and sharing some wonderful insights there. Yeah, and uh, for people, yeah, thanks for listening till the end. Currently, I'm heading the design at uh, jupiter.money and we are hiring at all levels. So please visit uh, jupiter.money slash careers. You can follow Audiogan on Instagram uh, at Audiogan Moments uh, or visit audiogan.com for yeah, more GAN sessions like these. Uh, you guys want to plug anything? Uh, Shaina, Microsoft is hiring? Yeah, Microsoft hiring. I am constantly hiring, looking for an awesome design researcher. So if you know somebody, you know, we're, we're hiring at all levels. So do reach out to Microsoft.com careers. And uh, if you want to reach out to me personally, so I'm, I'm on Ruthless UX on Twitter, DM me, share me your CV, share me your portfolio. Uh, don't be shocked if I <laughs> respond ruthlessly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right there in the name. That's in the <laughs> name. My name is Ruthless UX on uh, Twitter, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Abhinit, yep. yes. Yeah, and yeah, I design at Kojek. Uh, we do hire from time to time. You can follow us at Kojek Design on Twitter or you can ping me directly at Abhinishal on Twitter and I'll get back to you really quickly. All right, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, Abhinit, I'll see you next time and thanks, Shaina, uh, for your thanks. time. And it was really great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. So good to see you guys. And that's it from today's Gyan session. For show notes and more GAN, visit audiogan.com. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to check our other interesting podcast on IVM Network. You can listen to us on IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or any of your favorite podcasting apps. To stay tuned, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at IVM Podcast. And if you wish to connect with me, I am at Audiogan Moments on Instagram. Until then, take care.